This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 0-2, curveball swing and a miss. And the A's survive in Kansas City. A Saturday afternoon marathon of nearly four hours, and the A's prevail. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Into the A's Clubhouse Show, Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend today. Unfortunately, the A's unable to get the series sweep as they drop the finale 9-5. Adrian Martinez goes five innings, six hits, five runs, all of them earned two walks, seven Ks, and one homer. And for Adrian Martinez, the story for him that was the struggle in the first inning. He had 30 pitches in that first inning. Seattle jumped all over him, getting three runs to start things off, and You can see how good his stuff is, but he's still struggling a little bit with control. Not all of that was the walks, just some mislocation for him today. But it also looked like Seattle may have made some adjustments as uh, early on in this game. It looked like they were looking for breaking balls early in the count after some adjustments that we saw from J.P. Sears and James Caprillion in the first two games. And Ken Korak joining us now as uh, the A's unable to get the sweep. They fall to the Mariners 9-5 to today, and it was a long game, Ken, but there were some silver linings for the A's today. And uh, the guy that I know everyone's been thinking and talking about today is a guy that has a lot of love for uh, the A's, and A's fans have a lot of love for him, and that's Stephen Vogt, who... I know you and Vince were talking about it. it was kind of a cinematic moment for Stephen Vogt when he came up and had a big triple, a uh, big triple, and tied the game for the A's after announcing that he plans to retire after this season. Had that emotional press conference in the dugout, but just kind of a cool moment for Stephen Vogt, who's a guy I think a lot of people that uh, root for the Green and Gold have nothing but affection for. Yeah, there's no doubt, Joe. And I think we said it was his 13th career triple, so not the first one, but. He didn't Sorry, do it first very season, often, first but uh, season, first, yeah. yeah, first of the year for sure. Yeah, no doubt, first of the year, and uh, down the right field line, drove in three, and yeah, that was a cool moment for him for sure. It's going to be a, a kind of a, a you're looking at these young guys, but as these young guys get opportunity, we've seen the A's have to move on from some of these veteran guys earlier in the season. That was a guy like Jed Lowry, but. You know, I know it hasn't gone exactly like maybe what Stephen Vogt was hoping for. I know he's just hitting 168, but for him, the way that he started his career and then was able to establish himself in Oakland, I remember in spring he talked about how important it was working his way back from the injury that he had at the end of last season with the Braves to be able to come back here and kind of close the playing chapter here in Oakland. It was. You're right, Joe. It was big for him, and no matter what the average is, he was impactful. And when the A's brought him back, that's the really the reason they brought him back. Now they still felt he had some baseball left, but the influence on the young players, you can't just have an entirely young ball club. You need guys to show them the way. And, and no matter how great your coaching staff is, I've always felt this way, Joe, that 
You've got to have leadership on your club. You, if you don't have leadership among your veterans on your club, you can have Connie Mack managing your team, <laughs> and you're not going to have a good vibe around your ball club. And he's been a big factor in that. Well, and you bring that up because I think a big part of the reason the A's were so keen to keep Stephen Vogt around is because they've got some young catchers coming through that system, and, and that includes a guy like Shea Langoliers, who we talked about. He'd been struggling, striking out. He was back in the lineup today. Two for four, nearly got one out. It was an opposite field double, which is very encouraging for Shea Langoliers, who I think trends towards pool power. But to see him go the opposite way and, you know, maybe a guy that he's sitting there and, you know, bending the ear of Stephen Vogt and taking in all of those years of experiences, he's trying to figure it out at the big league level. Yeah, and I think one of the big things, too, and, and Stephen did this last year. He was hurt. He wasn't on the Braves roster for the postseason, but he was in on all the meetings. He's very astute when it comes to scouting reports and going over the opposing hitters and developing a game plan for the pitcher and the catcher in that ball game, that particular game. And so he's been impactful that way. And this is, as you know, it was it's Langler's first go-round in the big leagues. And that's a, those meetings are a big part of what you do as a catcher, as you know, Joe. And Vote is in on all those meetings, too. And so that having someone like Vote, that's invaluable for a young catcher. Well, before I let you get out of here, I do want to ask one more about Stephen Vogt. It was something that you and Vince were talking about throughout the game, about who would play Stephen Vogt in the movie of his life. And you guys kicked around some people. And I wonder if you had a favorite from the list that Vince was giving you about a favorite to play Stephen Vogt. Because I agree with a lot of people. I would love to see Stephen Vogt play himself, even if it was just like a, a social media parody about the life and times of Stephen Vogt. Yeah, I mean, that would be because, you know, with Vogt, He's, he got a lot of notoriety, and for good reason, because of his impersonation of, like, a basketball referee, right? right yeah. I mean, that was a great piece of comedy. I remember him. He was on MLB Network all the time and pregame shows and stuff, and it was, it was tremendous. So I think if anybody, if there's anyone who could play himself in a baseball movie, I would nominate Stephen Vogt to do it because it, <laughs> it'd be a lot of fun. He's going to have a great career. I know there are people that already think about Stephen as a – as a broadcasting candidate, I think he'd do a great job. But uh, he's going to stay in the game, and he, as he said, Joe, he would like to manage someday. And if that's what he wants, he'll do it. I think he'll do anything he wants to do. I hope he's, he winds up at least for a little while staying around with the A's organization. And, you know, those managerial jobs, you're going to have to go where they're available and where they want you. And, you know, we, we like Mark Conte, so that job's taken right now. But it would be nice. I, I agree with you. I mean, Stephen Vogt succeeds wherever he goes, and there's a reason everybody believes in him, and he's just such a great guy because the only thing I've never heard about Stephen Vogt is a bad word. You just hear positive things about no. him, so I'd love to see him around the A's organization once his playing days are over. He's a very thoughtful guy. That first hand we all have up here, so uh, as they say, and it's a cliche, but as they say, he gets it, Joe. <laughs> I like it, and uh, I'll let you wait for a little bit. I know it's been a long couple days today, particularly a long game. All right, Joe, thank you, man. Have a great show. Well, we will do that, and we will line them up to 78. That's 252278. The A's fall to the Mariners 9-5. to uh, Unable to complete that sweep, but there were so Shea Langoliers back at the off yesterday. 2-4 had an RBI, and it was an impressive double that he had to lead, but he went the other way with it, and this is a guy that, you know, for guys, especially when you're trying to figure it all out, it can really feel like it's going to roll all over you. You get that day off, that little bit of a mental break, and allows you to refocus. And 
you know, Shea Langoliers looked a lot more today like the guy that made A's fans so excited earlier in the season. And, you know, he's had his problem with the strikeouts over the last few weeks, but nice to see Shea Langoliers back in the lineup and having some success. And, you know, you may not always see it, but these guys are always working. So Shea Langoliers getting some success after the work that he's been putting in. Tony Kemp has stayed red hot. Two for five again today. Had another big RBI. This guy's been on fire for the A's since the All-Star break. And there were some positives. And, you know, unfortunately for the A's, not able to do much against this Mariners bullpen. I think the rest of the day they had just two hits and a walk once George, uh, George Kirby left the game in the third inning. And it was tough sledding for the A's the rest of the way. They had that big five-run inning and really not too much else. And Adrian Martinez... It's kind of hard to evaluate this guy because the numbers don't look good. His stuff looks great, but for him to make that leap and to become that kind of consistent pitcher that I think a lot of people in the A's organization would like, he's going to have to hit his spots a little bit more consistently. And you'll see that when you watch some of these pitches is, you know, wherever today it was Langolier, sometimes Sean Murphy, they line up the gloves over here and the pitch winds up over there. And it just really hasn't seen him put it together consistently. And he'll go through these stretches like he did in the first inning where, you know, he was just getting banged around a little bit. And I think the Mariners made a little bit of an adjustment today. They were seeking that kind of breaking ball early on in counts after what they saw from James Caprillion and J.P. Sears in the first two games. So tough for Adrian Martinez. He did lock back in for a little bit. And you'd see him go through stretches where he would try or six guys here and then seven straight here. And he had seven strikeouts today. So, you can see the good. You can see why the A's are so high on this guy that he's got great stuff. Throws 96 miles an hour, has a breaking ball that looks a lot like a wiffle ball, but, you know, he struggles with that command a little bit. He's still a young guy trying to figure it all out. One of the the rookies that the A's are trying to give an opportunity to, but at some point you're hoping that Adrian Martinez will be able to kind of put that together. And again, like what we're talking about with these young guys, just start to build some consistency so the A's can feel good about throwing them out there like a guy like Adrian Martinez. So 833-625-2278 is the phone number. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Vegas Joe Hughes. Going to talk about the big news with Steven Vogt today, deciding that he is going to retire after this season. The A's are going to honor him on October 5th, and they'll have a big announcement there about Steven Vogt. And like we were talking about with Ken Korak, whether he decides to stay in the game as a manager or a coach, get into broadcasting or you know, whatever he wants to do, you just got to believe that Stephen Vogt is going to succeed at it. And we had some interviews uh, with Stephen Vogt early in the game. Remember, you can always head to athletics.com slash A's cast and catch all that Gray's A's content. And we'll also have Chris Townsend joining us a little later on. So 833-625-2278 is the number if you want to line up your calls. The A's fall to the Mariners 9-5. to We'll continue to roll on on A's Clubhouse. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. When Northern California businesses need some pop in their lineup, they call the bank rooted in the East Bay. 
Mechanics Bank. Since 1905, Mechanics Bank has been helping Bay Area and Northern California businesses find success and perform at the top of their game. See how they can make a difference in your business today. Call or stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show as the A's fall to the Mariners 9-5 to today. A, a rough go of it for the A's bullpen, which had been so good early on in this series. And we got a, a, a some strong starting pitching from the A's today. That really wasn't the case, and it happened early on. It's kind of a surprise the way that things started that you see Adrian Martinez winds up going five innings for the A's today. He gave up uh, three of those runs in the first inning had to throw 30 pitches and was finally able to escape the bases loaded jam there, getting a double play to get out of that early on in that game. But the way things started for Adrian Martinez, I mean, the A's had the bullpen going in the first inning, which is never good, especially for a guy like Adrian Martinez. You're facing that bullpen. So you're sitting there getting ready to throw a pitch and uh, you look over and you see that bullpen going. There's a lot going through guys' heads, you know. And trying to figure it out and try to to see what you can do. So it was a tough one for Adrian Martinez. He did lock it down. You know, winds up uh, going five innings, has seven strikeouts, and only two walks today because we were talking about some control issues. It's not necessarily that he's walking guys right and left, but he's just having a tough time placing that ball where he wants it, or at least where the catcher is asking for it. Kirby Sneed comes in, allows a couple of runs, and... That was really kind of it for uh, the A's. They were able to get ahead of this game, but the Mariners were able to bounce back and just kind of add on against this A's bullpen. Three runs in the sixth inning, another run in the seventh. They got another one in the eighth inning, and it really spelled it for the Oakland A's. We had a lot of hits today. It was a long game. Started just after 1230 today and didn't get done until about 4 o'clock, so a long day for the A's. And unfortunately for them, not able to get the win, not able to get the sweep, but they did play pretty well in the series overall, and you know, you're know you not looking necessarily for silver linings all the time, but you are keeping an eye on some of these young guys to see how they're acclimating to the big leagues and if they're starting to get more comfortable as they start to get more time here. And a guy that we've been focused on, Shea Langoliers. You know, this is the A's top prospect, depending on who you ask, and I believe it's on MLB Pipeline. They have him as the A's top prospect, and Two for four after a day off. He also had an RBI, and I think impressively for Shea Langoliers, you've seen a lot of these breaking balls getting him when they are down and away, and that's going to be a tough adjustment for guys because once the book gets out on you, it becomes incumbent upon you to figure out how to make the adjustment, and I think Shea Langoliers was maybe not dealing with any confidence issues, but having to make that adjustment when you're there and then you got to get out there the next day. And sometimes that can be a blessing, but sometimes it can feel like the game is steamrolling you. And maybe that day off for Shea Langoliers and then getting behind the plate today, not as a designated hitter, as a catcher, so you're fully engaged and involved in the game, allowed him to to kind of have that breakthrough moment with the work that he's been doing outside of the games. Two for four today, and you know that's a, a silver lining for the A's when you're watching some of these guys come up and get an opportunity and who's going to be here in two years who's going to be here in three years when the A's are optimistic they will be able to reopen a competitive window again so I mean I was talking about this with Townie the last couple days is my eyes right now when I check in on the A's box score I dart right to the bottom and that's where you see Marcotte lining up some of these rookies and 
You know, we had Jordan Diaz in there again today, 0 for 4 after he had a good night last night. You know, he faced the former Cy Young Award winner and Robbie Ray and had a couple of hits and a walk. And so you're thinking, okay, I want to see him out there again. He was at second base instead of DHing tonight and 0 for 4. So you're watching these guys and not that any game one way or another becomes, you know, the way you're going to label them. But it is kind of fun to watch what these guys are doing and how they develop. Because when you watch these struggles for some of these guys, when it all comes together, you feel like you've been on that journey with them. And you go through that with A's players. I mean, you think back to this last iteration when the A's were competitive. You think back to when Matt Chapman came up, when Matt Olson came up. Remember Matt Olson? This guy came up and down, and the A's weren't sure exactly where they were going to play him. We're talking about one of the best defensive first basemen in baseball. When he first came up, I remember him playing the outfield. And this was a guy that had to figure it out. And sometimes guys go up and down, and then it finally clicks for him. But you, you watch that journey, and... You know, if you've been an A's fan for a long time, it can be frustrating watching that journey sometimes, but it can also be fun and feel so rewarding and made you feel so connected to these guys. And we've been talking about Steven Vogt, a guy planning to retire at the end of the season. You know, Steven started his career in Tampa Bay, but, you know, really established himself with the A's. And I think that's kind of where these two things endear themselves to each other is when he really hit his stride, it was here in Oakland, and you know he and A's fans falling in love with each other, and you've got the I Believe in Steven Vogt chant, and you know he's got 10 years of MLB service, six years with the A's, the majority of his career here in Oakland, and that's part of the reason he talked about why it was so important for him to come and finish his career here after getting injured again last year at the end of last season in Atlanta, unable to be part of the, A's, or the Braves' postseason run to the World Series, but he got a World Series ring and now able to finish his career in Oakland. And I think it's going to be a really special moment. We saw how emotional it was today when he spoke in the dugout. You could see him getting teared up. And if you haven't seen that interview yet, you know, he was getting a little flustered and kind of pounding his leg and trying to fight through some of that emotion. And Stephen Vogt is just as gregarious a guy as you're going to see around the big league ballpark. And you never see him big time. Anybody makes time for the fans when they line up there, they get there earlier it gives, you know, like Ken says, he gets it. You know, he gives his time to people and has, I think, genuine interactions. When he's sitting there joking with people, he's not just there to sign your ball, crack a joke and a smile and, you know, make a young fan feel like they've had that big league experience. So, like we were saying with Ken, I, I hope that Steven Vogt, whatever he decides to do when he's done playing, I hope it at least involves the A's in some way, whether it's as a broadcaster or maybe he sticks around as a coach. You know, that's a guy that I would want being a mentor. The A's have a lot of young catchers coming through their system. Shea Langelier is the first to get here. You've got Tyler Sodomstrom coming up. You've got Susek coming up through the minor leagues. And you want an example of who you want those guys to model themselves after? Steven Vogt is a pretty darn good example of who I would want somebody modeling them after. If you got any thoughts about the news about Steven Vogt's retirement, we'll take your calls, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We're going to hear from the A's skipper, Mark Kotze, a little later on in the show. We'll also take your calls, and Townie will join us a little later as we're talking about uh, Stephen Vogt's day. We also got to see a lot from the A's catchers, and we've been talking about the young ones, but the A's had three catchers in their lineup today, and that may be something that, as you look towards this future, you're going to see something like this, not necessarily with these three guys, but you've got Sean Murphy, Shea Langoliers, Today was Stephen Vogt, but in the future, 
that could be one of the A's top prospects coming up. And the A's finding a way to get all three bats in the lineup as the DH, the first baseman, and catcher today. And if that's something that the A's are kind of modeling right now to see if that could be some part of their future, because all three of these guys, the A's have uh, high ceilings on. Obviously, Sean Murphy has established himself, but that's what you're looking to see if these guys can maybe carve out a role for themselves. And if their bats get big league ready, they will find a way to get them in here one way or the other, because at the A's at this point, the A's are going to have to find out who their best players are, and those young guys are going to get an opportunity as they're trying to see if they can reopen that competitive window. Again, 833-625-2278 is the phone number. Line up your calls. You can also find me on Twitter, at VegasJoeHughes. A's fall to the Mariners 9-5 to today. We'll hear from the A's skipper, Mark Kotze, in a little bit, and Chris Townsend will join us when he's done with his TV responsibilities as we continue on on the A's Clubhouse Show. Ah, hitting the road with the family. On your way to nonstop adventures. No worries ahead, because you know you can stop at a Chevron station along the way. Get fuel for your car, fuel for your crew. That's Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable mileage and snacks for all. Coffee for mom, chips for the kids, cold drinks for dad. You know, for the road ahead. Toss in some laughs, out-of-tune singing, and a zillion are-we-there-yets, and you just made lifelong family memories. Chevron, together ahead. Here comes the pitch. Johnson's dialing in with Ring Central. Smart move. Ring Central lets you call, meet, and message all from the same app. Johnson is really stepping up this quarter. She moves to share her screen. And the client loves the presentation. An excellent play by Johnson with the assist from Ring Central. With Ring Central, you can talk to anyone, anytime, all from the same app. Ring Central, simpler communications. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com. For all your building needs, Ashby Lumber. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news! Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show. Joe Hughes in for Chris Townsend this afternoon. Townie will join us in a little bit. He's going to finish up his TV responsibilities. Then he'll hop on, uh, put on the headsets and join us here on the radio side. You can give me a call, 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278 if you want to line up your calls. We've been talking about the A's 9-5 loss to the Mariners today, and really more specifically, we've been talking about the news that Stephen Vogt will retire from the A's after this season. He made the announcement official today, and the A's plan to honor their longtime veteran. Uh, That'll be on October 5th at the end of the season. Vote had an emotional press conference earlier today. He said there's nowhere else he wants to play. There's nowhere else he wants to be. 
And you can really see that. I mean, if you, you if, if you've listened to Steven vote and just done more than watch him play, you've ever heard him. You can see how much joy this guy brings and how much joy he has and what he does. I mean, he was a long shot to make it in the big league, let alone have a 10 year big league career. He's battled through injuries, worked his way back. And there's a reason clubs want to have this guy around, even when he's struggling, even when he's hurt. He's the ultimate teammate. You know, he brings a spark of joy to every clubhouse that he's in. And, you know, you're not going to find too many people, not just in baseball, your own work that you like being around as much as Steven Vogt likes being around baseball. This guy really does have a love of the sport, a love of the game, a love of being at the ballpark. And, you know, it's good that he's able to kind of have this storybook ending. We talked about the cinematic moment for him today, and he was able to get the the triple, tie the game up for the A's, and have that big moment on the day that he announces his retirement. Stephen Vogt with his first triple of the season today, because you don't see Stephen Vogt tripling that often. So it was a cool moment, and just kind of a special one for a guy that I think A's fans hold dearly in their heart. You know, you're not necessarily going to see Stephen Vogt's number retired someday alongside Dave Stewart or Ricky Henderson, but there are those guys that maybe aren't necessarily the Hall of Fame caliber players that stick with fans for a long, long time, and they're really endeared to the fan base, and I think Stephen Vogt is one of those guys for the Oakland A's. So 833-625-2278. We'll get to your phone calls in a minute, but first we got a chance to hear from the A's skipper Mark Kotze about his team's performance and Stephen Vogt deciding to call it a career after this season. As the A's fall to the Mariners 9-5, to we're here from the A's skipper now. I think, you know, overall Martinez, you know, that first inning um, left a lot of pitches middle and uh, made some mistakes. They, they capitalized on um, you know, he got through it, uh, grinded through it, and uh, from there he, he had some pretty good innings. Um, I think he just got into a rhythm. You know, sometimes you look at these day games, these twelve thirty-five games, and you know, and Martinez is you know a young pitcher. Uh, you know, you look at their routines and how they prep for these games, and um, you know, we'll, we'll work on that. I think and just get him ready uh, as well. You know, he looked maybe a little bit um, sluggish the first two. Um, came back in three, four, five, looked great. Uh, there in the sixth inning, a bit of bad luck uh, on the first hitter and the ball down the line. It kind of came all the way back on Capel. And, uh, you know, that play's made. Maybe it's, it's a different inning for us. Um, but uh, overall, you know, stri- not, not a ton of strikeouts today. Um, actually, he did. He had seven, didn't he? None. So, I mean, overall, he threw the ball ball. Yeah, I, I think consistency comes obviously with with you know the confidence part, um, you know, getting out there on the mound, making these starts, um, you know, having success, and and like I said, you know, the routines, the preparation, um, all those things can combine to to a little more consistency. Um, again, we, we see him early, you know, coming off the baseball a little bit, uh, those those first two innings, and uh, uh, that's where the mistakes come in, the command issues start uh, where he's leaving pitches over the middle. Um, so we'll continue to work on that and, uh, you know, continue to teach, continue to coach him. Yeah, he played your bench or begging uh, Stephen Ball to please don't retire after that triple in the bases. <laughs> yeah, you know, Stephen, uh, that was a big hit for us. It was a big inning offensively. 
uh, an inning that, that saw us take the lead, and, and you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to hold that lead. Uh, they went to their bullpen early, and their bullpen is a big part of their success this season. And, and as you as you saw, um, you know, tough to get anything going against those relievers today. And also, maybe a positive thing for you guys is uh, Langoliers that he swung about pretty well today. You know, we were talking before the other day that they were the league was getting up to him, a couple of hits and one RBI. Yeah, Shea had some good at bats. Um, good to see him. You know, come out of the box with with a knock and uh, big at bat there in, in that uh, third inning. We're driving a ball to right center. That's that's what we want to see more of. I think that's where his success is going to lie here. And uh, so that was a good sign. Um, you know, as we talked about yesterday, you know, day off and uh, you know, getting with Tommy and Crony and really working uh, on the approach, working on the swing. So overall, uh, you know, it was good good day for Shea. Um, seems like the machine's been. Uh yeah, I mean, he's aggressive in his zone right now. He's really swinging about aggressively when he's got count leverage, uh, which is good to see. It's not a passive at bat anymore. I think, uh, you know, he's kind of finally figured out when he can, you know, fire his good swing uh, and not be afraid of this swing and miss. And so I think, you know, that aggressive mentality for, for Machine has really helped him with, with driving the baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, again, you know, when you when you have the momentum of the game, game and the game swings on you, uh, and you go out and and they've got a, a great bullpen, um, you know, sometimes that's that's tough to to, to get back in a game. Um, that's why this team is where they're at. Um, but you know, this series taking two or three from a playoff contending team uh, is a great sign of, of a continuation of of playing this season out and playing hard and playing to win. Yeah, we have, and you know, for Curb, um, I think I think ultimately it comes down to getting ahead of hitters, and, and he fell behind, uh, you know, in the in the in the inning uh, a couple times. Um, you know, I think the slider is still good. The, the a little bit of bad luck on Frazier's ball. He's made a pretty good pitch down and away on a slider and a cue cue shot to uh, stay inside third base line. So, you know, a combination of, of some luck and, and then just kind of getting ahead of hitters. I think. Welcome into A's Clubhouse Show. That was the A's skipper Mark Conte on today's 9-5 loss to the Mariners. And you heard him early on in that conversation talking about Adrian Martinez and the hunt for consistency with this guy because we can see how good the stuff is. You see a fastball at 96 miles an hour with movement. You see a breaking ball that can just dart down and out of the zone. But, you know, not always missing his spots by missing the zone and winding up walking a bunch of people, although that can be a problem at times as well. But... You know, it is more missing his zone in the middle of the plate. When that ball doesn't dip away from the zone, it dips into the zone. And we saw that be an issue for Adrian Martinez today as there were balls that, you know, you could see where Shea Langoliers put his glove and was lined up and was looking for a pitch over on this side of the plate, and it wound up on the complete other side of the plate. And, you know, there's there's an issue for Adrian Martinez trying to figure this out because we can see, you know, if you want to take out the numbers, and, I, you know, the numbers are everything. That's how these guys are usually judged. But there, there is talent there. That's obvious. But 
It hasn't been able to develop consistently, and we haven't seen it consistently. You saw what he did in the first inning, allowing three earned, allowing three runs, and you know the Mariners almost hit through their order in that first inning against him. But then he locks up and he retires seven in a row, and he has seven strikeouts. And you know you saw the game against Houston, goes five innings, gives up four runs, all of them came on solo homers. But other than that. You know, nobody else was getting a hit against this guy. So you can see there's talent there. You can see why the A's are high on it. But, you know, that's what you're going to be looking for from a guy like Adrian Martinez. If he can all of a sudden, you know, not figure it out and become, you know, an ace right away. But you're looking for consistency from these young guys that are figuring it out at the major league level and trying to see if they can harness that talent and become productive major leaguers and somebody you can trust every other day so 833-625-2278 is the number that's 833-625-2278 and joining us now before we get out to any phone calls is uh townie chris townsend ready to join us and talk about today's game and you know the big news ahead of the game chris we've been talking about this a lot is steven vote announcing that he will retire after this season we talked a lot about it with Ken Korak after the game and just a guy that has really endeared himself to this fan base and this fan base has nothing but love for Stephen Vogt. Yeah, today was obviously very special. And you think about we've had over 20,000 men play this game and not many are able to go out the way Stephen Vogt is able to go out. And he's going out on his terms. He's going out at the right time in his life. His kids are at an age. They're always going to remember him. They're always going to remember him as a World Series champion and as an Oakland athletic. And he's talked a lot about what this organization means to him, what they've done for his career, what they've done for his family. It's just, it's perfect. And with the triple today, it was, it was, it was real magical. And you think about, just the emotion, where he is in his life, the perspective that he has at this age and all the emotions, you know, he's told us on A's cast live about how he's enjoying every single moment. He's enjoying batting practice. He's enjoying the clubhouse. He's enjoying the flight. He's enjoying the bus rides. He's enjoying every last minute of his career. And I think the next few games will even be more special because now he got to let it out today. He got to say, this is it. I am done. And what a great ride it's been. And now, even though we all knew this was going to be it, now he doesn't have to worry about the announcement, when to do all that. And he can just sit back and relax and have just an enjoyable rest of uh, his career. And knowing that, you know, he can do whatever he wants. I guarantee you, Billy Bean and David Force have already talked about a position inside this organization. He's talked about he wants to manage someday. I'm not going to be shocked if MLB Network calls him and wants to use him as a TV guy. I mean, here at uh, NBC Sports California, I could see them saying, hey, if you don't want to coach, you could be sitting at the desk here and, and doing A's pre and post game live. So he will do. I mean, he's going to have a ton of offers, so he'll be able to do whatever he wants to do. But this moment is to remember him and his career. I mean, who would have thought when he came over from Tampa, that was a transaction no one cared about, no one thought about. And he ended up being a two-time All-Star, huge hits for the A's, big in the postseason for the A's. And, you know, we think about and played it earlier today on the broadcast. Ken Vince played the highlight of the game winner against Detroit in 2013. I mean, Stephen Vogt 
for a guy that you would have thought wouldn't have much of a career, probably would never make the big leagues, ended up having a pretty damn good career. And he's definitely woven into the fabric in A's history. And it's been very special. And when he goes out, he's not going away, which will be something that's wonderful. But I think for all of us who have covered the team during this period of time, we'll always remember him as a great Oakland athletic. And I'm glad you brought that up because just as an, somebody who was an A's fan before I got a chance to cover the team, you know, not often lately in the last 20 years or so do A's fans get to celebrate somebody that, like you mentioned, so ingrained in the, in the franchise and the fabric of this organization that you get to celebrate them while they're retiring. You know, usually they have to come back after their career is over and, you know, Steven got a chance to come back, finish this season with the Oakland A's. And we've seen when guys have come back they don't always finish that year with the A's. You know, think about Jason Giambi and getting the band back together. He didn't finish that year with the Oakland A's, but A's fans getting a chance to have uh, to say thank you to a guy that they really love and a guy that they're going to have a weekend homestand. You know, there's going to be a lot of celebrating Steven Vote when the Mets are in town this weekend because that's where the A's fans are going to show up for this weekend. There's going to be fireworks tomorrow night, and that's when you're going to have a crowd out there to say thank you to Steven Vogt and show some appreciation. And, you know, I'm expecting to hear maybe an I believe in Steven Vogt chant sometime loud tomorrow. And, you know, I think it's going to be special for both sides. Obviously, for Steven Vogt, we heard how emotional he was in the dugout ahead of the game today after making that announcement. And you saw him, like, pounding on his thigh, trying to fight back some of those emotions and be able to say what he wanted to say which, you know, obviously is not a problem for a guy like Stephen Vogt. That guy is a great communicator. I think it's going to be special because fans in Oakland don't often get to say goodbye because, you know, guys get traded. They move on. They have the second half of their career somewhere else. And Stephen Vogt played 10 seasons and most of them here in Oakland. Well, it's it's a reality of the business. It's, it's, it's all teams. You know, most guys don't stay with a team their entire career. Most teams don't get to say goodbye. Most teams are D. Most guys are DFA'd. Uh, your services are no longer welcomed here. It's just part of the business, and it, that's why I said it's really special to see a guy go out on his own terms. I mean, we've had over twenty thousand people play. Most yeah. guys never, ever, ever get this. That's why it's so cool. And I also think. Those final three games will also be able to, and I don't know what's planned. I don't want to speak for the organization, but we're also going to be saying goodbye to another great Oakland athletic, and that's Kurt Suzuki. Kurt Suzuki, who came up with the A's, and everybody loves Zook, and you know everybody that's been a part of Kurt Suzuki's career is still around here in Oakland. So two backstops are going to be hanging it up on that those last three days, and I think we're going to remember both these guys because. They've meant a lot to all of us and the way they've treated all of us. I mean, both when you think of Stephen Vogt, you think Kurt Suzuki, you think nothing but class. We've watched them grow as men, as younger players, into family men, into leaders. Guys are leaders not only on the field but in the clubhouse. So those last three days, I know a lot of people look at it and say, what are we playing for here? The A's are bad. The Angels are bad. But I guarantee it for those two guys will be the last time they put on the uniform. And I think it's the perfect spot for them. This is the perfect spot for Stephen Vogt and Kurt Suzuki to say goodbye to their wonderful baseball careers. And that spot is the Oakland Coliseum. I uh, couldn't have said it better, man. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be one of those things to celebrate and you get down that. I know it's going to be a, a, you know, fan appreciation weekend this weekend. And then, 
I think uh, when the A's come back for those final three games, that'll be another opportunity, like you said, for fans to show some appreciation to some franchise guys that, you know, not everybody that becomes, you know, uh, an icon, I guess. I don't know if icon's too strong a word, but somebody that the fans really fall in love with is a Hall of Fame type player. But there are these guys that the fans really do appreciate that become part of the fabric, like you said, of the organization. And, you know, Stephen Vogt, I don't think this is the end for him. I think this is going to be the beginning of the next thing, whether that's in broadcasting or maybe he sticks around as a, as a coach for the Oakland A's before he looks and explores some managerial opportunities. But, you know, I think everybody believes that whatever Stephen Vogt pursues, he's going to be successful at it. So Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend here after the A's 9-5 loss to the Mariners. 833-625-2278 is the number. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Vegas Joe Hughes. We'll talk a little bit more about Stephen Vogt and get into uh, some of the young guys for the Oakland A's today. Shea Langoliers had a day off yesterday. Back in the lineup, had a nice day for the Oakland A's. We'll also talk about maybe some mentorship role that he's getting from Stephen Vogt on the other side and maybe hear from some of the A's players after their 9-5 loss to the Mariners. Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend here on A's Cast. We'll have the A's Clubhouse Show rolling along next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. Now batting, Xfinity Internet. It's made to do anything, so you can do anything. Supercharge your home with incredibly fast and powerful supersonic Wi-Fi. With three times more bandwidth, it covers all the bases and then some. And strike out billions of threats with advanced security that helps keep you safe at home and on the go. If you're keeping score, that's internet that does it all. That's unbeatable internet from Xfinity, proud partner of the Oakland Athletics. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than The Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. Pender, it's a deep drive to left. Ruff is going back at the track, turning around at the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. 
You're listening to A's Cast. And it's hit high and deep to right. Back is Meadows to the track. In the shadows, looks up, and it is gone. A majestic drive from Seth Brown with two outs against Michael Fulmer, and the A's are back ahead 5-3. to three. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. 1-2 pitch. Swung on drill to deep right center field. On the back, on the run, is Kelnick at the wall. It is off the wall and in play. Boat is home. Capel to third base, into second with a double is Shea Langoliers. His second hit today. The A's ahead now, 4-3. to three. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend with you this afternoon after the A's unable to complete the series sweep, falling to the Mariners 9-5 to five in the series finale. But as you heard coming back there, a nice day for one of the A's young players, and Shea Langoliers had a pair of hits today, and that double there almost got out. And I think importantly for Shea Langoliers, he went the other way with the ball. This wasn't a, a guy that was pulling the ball, which is, I think, the way he trends so far from what we've seen. But he came up this season. He he kind of, you know, was hitting the cover off the ball, hitting 289 in his first 10 games. But over his last 18 games heading into today, hitting just 140 and strikeouts were a big problem for him. He's also struggled against right-handers. He was hitting just 175 against righties entering the game today and you know, had a couple of big hits. And after a day off, Chris, I think that it was good to see Shea Langoliers come back and have some success because, as you know, these guys work hard, not just during the games. They work before it. They, you know, they do a lot of prep. And Shea Langoliers, after getting a day off, maybe for a guy that is struggling a little bit and the game can kind of feel like it's steamrolling you, get that mental break and come back in and then have some success right away. Well, definitely today makes you feel a heck of a lot better after <laughs> some struggles lately and struggles just making contact. And here's a reality for you. For the young guys, let's get ready to rock. Here comes Chris Bassett. Here comes Jacob DeGrom. Here comes Max Scherzer. I mean, this is it. This is You're getting a chance to face the best pitchers in the game. And you just took two out of three from the Mariners, which is great because Mariners are a team that's playing for seeding, and now you got the Mets coming in, and the Mets, man, they're trying to hold off the Atlanta Braves. They want that first round bye, so they're coming in and, and they're they're saying we need to sweep you. So this is a good experience for the young players. I think there's no question about it. So get ready to go, get ready to get your big boy pads on. And let's go because you're facing the best of the best. And for, yeah, Langoliers, whether it's time off, more time in the cage, whatever it is, he needs to start making more contact. He needs to be competitive. You need to see competitive at-bats. And that's something we haven't seen from Langoliers until today. So I thought that was definitely good for him and need to be able to, to build on that. And that's why we want to see him up here, and that's why we want to see these guys in the lineup. We want to see how they play against the very best which helps them prepare for next season. Yeah, I think it's going to be really fun to watch how these guys do against those guys. I mean, you're talking about Chris Bassett, you're talking about DeGrom, you're talking about Nate Scherzer. These are the guys that you're going to have to figure out how to beat at some point because when the A's have reopened those competitive windows and gotten back into the postseason, it's pitchers like this that close it for the A's, that they haven't been able to break through against kind of those elite starting pitchers and, you know, break through when they've had those good competitive teams. And, 
you know, getting that experience for these young guys and seeing, okay, this is the level, this is where I've got to get to. I think that that establishes a bar that becomes a clearer picture. You know, it's not as abstract when you're coming out and, you know, just chasing your own dream and trying to get through it day to day. But, you know, the pitchers the A's beat the last two days, those are guys aren't slouches you know you're going out and beating Castillo you're you're beating Robbie Ray who's got a Cy Young on his uh his shelf back home so this is nice prep for some of these young A's players to come out there and I think some of these guys may be feeling a little bit when you're going in that series well it's easy for us to think oh my god I'm going to be facing a potential Hall of Famer and one of the best pitchers in baseball this is going to be so overwhelming for some of these guys, I think it's a little bit of found money, you know, getting a chance to come up from AAA for, for young guys like maybe a Jordan Diaz or, you know, Shea Langoliers, who's one of the top prospects, and face these guys. But I think there's a little found money. There's not a lot of pressure on you right now if you're the Oakland A's because you're not playing for much other than opportunity and trying to make the most of each day and getting a chance to see what that level is and maybe maybe that crystallizes things a little bit like, hey, that's the guy I want to be. I want to be one of those guys. If you're Langoliers, we're talking about a guy that's a hitter, but even for some of these pitchers, you know, if you're a guy like Adrian Martinez and you're still trying to figure it out, you can look at Chris Bassett and Jacob DeGrom and say, like, I don't want to be a guy that goes out and gives up five earned runs in five innings. I want to be the guy that goes out and shuts you down for seven or eight innings. And that's the what I want to aspire to be. And when you see those guys, maybe it crystallizes things for some of these younger A's players. No doubt. You know, you're playing against the best in the game, and they need to win. That's what's cool about it, too. It's just not like they've got things wrapped up and they're going to come in here and they're just, let's not get hurt. You know, we're going to take guys out early. No, they're coming in. they got to win because the Atlanta Braves are winning. And the Atlanta Braves are right on their heels. They have to. I mean, they got to come in thinking a sweep is a must here with these three pitchers against the Oakland A's. So I'm looking forward to a nice battle here for the A's players as it's like, okay, we just took two out of three. Get that spoiler mentality. Spoil their trip to the Bay Area. And, you know, as much as we continue to talk about starting pitching, I kind of laugh. I'm like, they took Scherzer out with a perfect game in the sixth inning. I mean, DeGrom is a guy that has been, he goes five, he goes six innings, and then off to the bullpen. So the key here is, Put something on these starters and have them be five and dive guys, and then you get after the bullpen. Now, their bullpen, it, 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 it doesn't stink, but the whole thing, we talk so much about, oh, look at the starting pitchers going. I don't know how deep they're going to go. I just, I, I, I got to think if I'm, in a, a, if I'm a young A's player and I'm in the big leagues for the first time and I got to face these guys, it doesn't get any better than this. This is what you dreamed about. This is what you've wanted your entire life is to have an opportunity like this, and it's right in front of you. This is going to be a great weekend for these guys. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'll be out there on Friday night taking my daughter for fireworks, go down on the field, and you know enjoy some weekend baseball. As you mentioned, it's going to be you know one of the best teams in baseball coming through, a lot of stars coming into Oakland, and I think it is going to be a lot of fun because, well, we're used to watching these young guys kind of carve it out and get an opportunity. You do want to see how they match up, and there are barometers that you're going to run into. And We just got to see one when the A's played Houston, a team that's absolutely rolling, and you got to see, okay, that's what a good team is. You got to see a playoff team in the Mariners, and the A's were able to match up. I know the Mariners have kind of been scuffling a little bit here, but now you're going to see another really good team. We saw this when the Braves came in, and 
you know, I think this is what those young guys are, are looking to do because there's established stars. And I think for a guy like Shea Langoliers or Jordan Diaz or Jonah Bride, you know, any of these guys, maybe a Christian Pache at some point, you know, just to kind of see this is what it is. This is what the A's want. You know, they're giving me a chance to play and develop, but it's not just to be here and have fun and try to see if I can figure it out. They want me to become that guy on the other side of the field. And, and you know, I, I'm looking forward to to watching how the A's do that because Mark Conte has this team playing hard. They have them playing well. But you mentioned trying to get to that bullpen for the Mets, which doesn't stink. But the A's were able to get to the Mariners' bullpen today, and it did not go well. Just two hits and a walk for the A's offense against the Mariners' bullpen the rest of the day after that big five-run inning. And not able to get too much going after that game. It was kind of a weird game with how slow it was all these runs, all these hitters coming up in those early innings, those first three innings seemed like they took two hours, and then, you know, not much for the A's the rest of the game coming out and going forward after that. But I, I'm enjoying watching some of these young guys, though. A guy like Adrian Martinez, we've been talking about this, and consistency is a problem for him, and you saw that today, especially early on, missing his spots. You know, a guy, when he would miss... He wasn't missing out and walking guys. He was missing right in the middle of the sweet spot and right in the strike zone for guys. And I don't know, man, I'm watching Adrian Martinez. We talked about it a little bit. You can see the talent for him, Chris, but he's just one of these guys. You'll see the talent. You'll see him retire six, seven in a row and look unhittable. And then all of a sudden he's getting touched up by everybody. Location, location, location. (laughs) And when you don't have good location, you're going to be in trouble and, couple times today you saw them sit on the changeup and he just didn't once again I mean look at the last start we talk about the location against the Houston Astros when he gave up the four home runs it's like follow follow today would have been Langoliers but whether it's Murphy or it's Langoliers follow their glove are they hitting the glove are they precise with their pitches and you'd see for the second straight start if you went back and looked at the highlight, you go back to MLB.com, you go back and look at the highlight of all the home runs that Jordan Alvarez and Pena hit off, off the other day off of Martinez. And then you look at today, you're going to see not hitting the catcher's glove. The catcher's glove is having to move. And when he's not hitting his location and that changeup is staying up in the zone, he's going to be in trouble. Location is huge for all these guys, especially when you're not blowing it high 90s to 100 miles an hour. You've got to be fine. You've got to be able to make your pitches. You've got to stay out of hitters' counts. There's certain certain things that are a no-no, and if you do them, most days you're going to get hit. You're going to get hit hard. And there are times where, you know, you turn around and go, yeah, he still struck out seven. So it's there. It's just figuring how to do it on a consistent basis every five days that's what makes you a quality professional. So the seven strikeouts shows you he's got the ability, but can he get the the repetition and do it every five days over and over again? That will keep you in the league, and that will make you a lot of money. But if you can't do it, you won't be here long. That's uh, that's definitely it, man. I mean, that's what we were watching for Adrian Martinez, and it's just – you're watching, you're waiting to see if he does put it all together because, like you said, the talent's there. The stuff is there. You, th- you see the stretches, seven strikeouts today, but can he do that consistently? And, you know, consistently, and that's what Mark Conte was talking about in his post-game press conferences. Before we step aside for a little bit, we're going to give our stations a chance to identify themselves along the Oakland Athletics radio network. 
On iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. A's fell to the Mariners 9-5 today, unable to earn that series sweep. And it was a struggle for the A's pitching today. The bullpen not quite as sharp as what we'd seen in the first two games of this series. But the A's coming up short of the sweep, although they do take two out of three from the Mariners. So they are playing well and getting back-to-back wins for the first time this month as you're looking for some improvement for the A's because... It is not getting any easier this weekend with the Mets coming into town. We'll talk about that series. 833-625-2278. If you want to line up your calls, uh, Tony and I will take it as we'll step aside for a short break here. 833-625-2278. Joe Hughes and Chris Townsend here on A's Clubhouse. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official health care partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. A boot built to feel like weightless comfort. Zero gravity boots at Boot Barn. Designed with rodeo athletes in mind, Zero Gravity Boots utilize advanced footwear technology for all-day comfort. Each pair features the lightweight Zero Gravity insole made with a memory foam cushion for comfort, shock absorption for energy return, and airflow with temperature control to keep you cool. A new force of comfort. Cody James Zero Gravity Boots, only at Boot Barn. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign, so print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. On the south side, we got six poly panels. And please, make sure they're flush. Kwame is converting everyone on the block to solar power. Get a crew to wrap up 202 South he needs more certified installers hey, before the sun sets on his good, business team. boom. Let's pick up the pace. We got a long day. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Here comes the pitch. Johnson's dialing in with Ring Central. Smart move. Ring Central lets you call, meet, and message all from the same app. Johnson is really stepping up this quarter. She moves to share her screen. And the client loves the presentation. An excellent play by Johnson with the assist from Ring Central. With Ring Central, you can talk to anyone, anytime, all from the same app. Ring Central, simpler communications. Here are some easy tips to get the most out of a time-of-use rate plan. 
Number one, during peak times, get your dishes loaded and your clothes ready to wash or dry. Then wait until off-peak times to press the start button. Number two, run your AC during off-peak hours, then nudge it up to 78 degrees when peak hours begin. Number three, one of the easiest ways to conserve energy is by turning off appliances, televisions, and lights. To see more easy tips, visit pge.com slash touinfo. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors, let's ride. You and Buddy are enjoying your walk when... <laughs> yeah. I smell that, too. <laughs> I know, don't blame it on the dog. I hear that hissing, too. Maybe it's a cat. No, dude. A sulfur-like odor and hissing can be signs of a natural gas leak. Natural gas lines can be buried anywhere. If you suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas. Thanks, deep voice narrator. You're welcome, dude. You too, buddy. How do you make the most of your land? Everyone has their way. The Nelsons depend on their John Deere Gator XUV 835R to get from point A to point B with decoys and the dogs. As much as we got going on, it's all about efficiency. And if you ask the Mosers what they use their Gator XUV 590M for, they tell you. The most fun we have on the Gator is just repping around the property. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deer.com. Nothing runs like a deer. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show. As the A's beat the Mariners nine to, or the sorry, the Mariners beat the A's nine to five. Oakland unable to earn that series sweep today. And you know, Tony, we've been talking a lot about the uh, the Oakland A's young players, but we're just getting news from Daniel Kramer, who covers the team, covers the Mariners for MLB.com. Julio Rodriguez, who had to leave the game today for the Mariners. He was dealing with a back injury, and he's going to have an MRI tomorrow when the team is in Kansas City, and the uh, Mariners are calling it a concerning issue. He uh, didn't receive any imaging when he first had lower back tightness over the weekend when the uh, Mariners were in Anaheim, but he's going to have an MRI in Kansas City. We're talking about one of the bright young players in baseball, and he had to leave today's game, went back out. It didn't really look like too much at first, and I know there was some speculation. It might be you know, feeling a little queasy, but it was lower back tightness, and now Julio Rodriguez is going to have an MRI. I mean, we're talking about the future, the reason to feel optimistic if you're the Mariners, and there's nothing to do but feel concerned for Julio Rodriguez with his back injury that he's going to deal with today. That's scary. It really yeah. is. And you can look at the contract. You can look at his age. I mean, I'm not going to be an alarmist on the contract, but, you know, if you start having back problems, you know, we're now experiencing that with Mike Trout. Back problems are really, really, really bad. 
And the one thing that can make long-term commitments look like bad investments is health. And, you know, this is a kid you're looking to ride in the postseason and hopefully to a World Series title, missing three out of four games down in Anaheim with the back. Now here, you know, third game in, he's got to walk off the field. The playoffs are right around the corner. I mean, this is your best player. This is not a good sign for the Seattle Mariners. And if anybody's going to be kicking themselves, it's going to be the Baltimore Orioles who have dumped some games lately. Like they just lost two out of three to Detroit. There's some games they're going to be looking at. They're going to go, man, we really were in this thing more than you think. Because let's face it, going into today, Seattle, the last eight games were just two and six. They were to be caught if Baltimore stayed steady, stayed strong, and they didn't. We still got some time left. We'll see what it happens. But, man, Baltimore's got to be kicking themselves right now because Seattle is not playing good baseball. And now you're telling me their best player is getting an MRI on his back? That is, that is horrific news. Yeah, and we were talking about it yesterday, about the Mariners having a chance to get into the postseason for the first time in forever. First time since you got married that they have a chance to get into the postseason. They're all excited. They're feeling good. And then you find out, you know, your best player might not be available. I mean, I'm knocking on wood. We don't want to get too far ahead of this. It's going to be an MRI, but scary stuff for the Mariners. You know, there's a lot to be excited for this guy, the way that he does basically everything and does it well and at such a young age. Seems like there was nowhere to go but up for him, but scary stuff for the Mariners, and it's something we'll uh, we and the rest of baseball will be keeping an eye on because he is an electric player when he's healthy, and even when he's dealing with a back injury, he's still an electric player against the A's before having to leave the game today and leave with the trainer and lower back tightness. And Julio Rodriguez scheduled for an MRI tomorrow when the team is in Kansas City. We're going to take a look at the out of town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank and. What we're doing right now, we are checking in on the New York Yankees. Aaron Judge has not hit a home run yet. Yankees and Red Sox tied nothing-nothing that game in the bottom of the third inning. Judge has had two plate appearances. He has walked both times. I saw in his last one, saw seven pitches, got two swings off, but he's going to walk. We saw it yesterday in the, uh, in the games. When Aaron Judge walks, especially in Yankee Stadium, that was a chorus of very loud boos. Nobody wants to see him getting the free passes, but if you're a team, maybe like the Red Sox, you don't want to see one of your rivals set a record against you, especially for Aaron Judge. It just further elevates that. And, you know, I know the uh, Yankees have a very deep lineup. It's kind of pick your poison a lot of nights, but I've kind of been a little surprised that more teams haven't been, you know, not necessarily intentionally walking Aaron Judge, but maybe doing more of that unintentional, intentional walk. Boo. <laughs> I'm God. with you. That's that. Seriously. I mean, this is history. Go after a guy. And if he gets it, he gets you. But go after it. I mean, what are you paid to do? You're paid to compete. You're, ta- you're paid to entertain the crowd. That's why we pay you. We don't pay you to unintentionally walk people. Now, some people may combat that and say well as the Red Sox you don't want to give in to the Yankees are you a sportsman or not what did you get into this line of work to do to pitch around people 
How gutless is that? I want to be the guy that shuts him down. I want to be the guy that keeps him from getting that record. I'm not going to pitch to him. I mean, you want to talk about being gutless. Uh, I, I, I got to, I mean, can you imagine in other sports guys acting like this, how they would actually be ridiculed? Probably only in baseball, you could be this gutless and not want to pitch to somebody and people would rip you for it. I, I, I'm trying to think apples to apples what this would be in football. I don't know what it is, but let me tell you something. If you were doing this in football, they'd be ripping you on NFL Network. They'd be ripping you on ESPN. They'd be ripping you on Pro Football Talk. They'd be ripping you anywhere football is streamed, anywhere they write about football. If you acted gutless like that, you would get hammered in the game of football. Yeah, the only thing I can maybe think of is more in the NBA, like intentionally fouling guys and not letting them kind of play. And you see the way that games can kind of drag on. I know the NBA is trying to address that, but you're right. I mean, not too often do you are you able to take part of the game away like you can in baseball and just kind of say, okay, here's four fingers, walk over to first base. You're not playing today, basically, if you're a guy like Aaron Judge, who everybody wants to see hit. And, you know, I, I haven't been watching because we've been doing the show, obviously, but just hearing in from a couple people, it sounds like the reaction today, the crowd reaction is just as loud and uh, vehement as we heard yesterday. A lot of loud boos because that's what people were paying money for. They want to go see Aaron Judge. And I did want to ask you a follow-up. We talked about it a little bit last night. I know there's been a little bit of news, and you, you brought it up in your fifth inning hit with the guys today, is this Apple TV bit. You know, if Aaron Judge doesn't break the record tonight, he's got a chance to do that tomorrow. And when the A's are, are playing tomorrow, or when the Yankees are playing tomorrow, that's going to be that Apple TV Plus game. It's exclusive to Apple TV like we've seen throughout baseball. That's the Friday exclusive game. You can watch it for free on Apple TV. You can do it on your TV or on your phone. But, you know, it's it's still a work in progress driving an audience to there. We've seen football, which is kind of more of an event kind of sport, do that with the Thursday night game. They've got the Amazon game, and people are finding that a little easier but you got more people on a national level looking for that than maybe what you're seeing. And then again, the flip side of that, if you're Apple and you paid Major League Baseball all of this money, there's a reason. And you want this exclusive event only on your streaming service. And, you know, if you're a baseball fan, you want to have the guys that call Yankee games making those calls. You want to hear John Sterling and Michael Kay making those calls and having that become part of history the way that we've been blessed to have some of these great moments in A's history called by guys like Vince and Ken and Bill King. And that becomes part of the lore that allows these things to live on and live on forever. And you don't want that by somebody who's a, you know, a national broadcaster who's just coming in to do a job on a Friday night. Well, I mean, I would like to, I would like to totally differ with you, Joe Hughes, because when I think the history of baseball I think Steven Nelson and Hunter Pence, that to me is just a classic play-by-play that should be a part of one of the greatest moments in baseball history. Can I ask you real quick, does your cheek hurt with your tongue so far into it right there? (laughs) Can you imagine? Imagine Yankee fans going, who the hell is Steven Nelson and why is he on the call there and judging a home run? I mean, no offense, we love Steven. He's been on A's cast live, but I, I mean, it's just for stuff that's history like this, it's just, you know, these kind of made up and you mentioned Amazon here in the studio, they have the 
Amazon game on right now, and I guess you can watch it on NFL Network, but if you want, like, all the fancy bells and whistles, uh, you can watch the Amazon Prime version somewhere else. I don't even know how that works. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's it's a new era, and, you know, that's a new revenue stream for these leagues across all sports is – that's where the big money is coming from right now. So all the leagues are going to line up and try to have these exclusive streaming deals. You know, we've seen it. It's been a little harder for baseball. You know, Peacock had one for like that Sunday morning game, but you had to pay for the service. So you're trying to find a Sunday morning game, and all of a sudden you're like, I don't know, do I really want to pay five bucks a month to watch this one baseball game and stream it this one time and then ignore it? And, you know, I know a lot of people – you get Apple TV if you buy an iPhone. A lot of people have iPhones. I do. And after you watch Ted Lasso, what do you do with it? And this is kind of the trend. And I wonder how many people have made that switch. Because for me, I run everything off of like a Fire TV stick. And I've got one of these integrated Roku TVs. So when I turn it on, you know, it, don't, it doesn't go to cable right away. It goes to all these apps. And I can just click and select it and watch what I want to watch once you sign in and all that. But you know, I know that that's not the case for my parents, and I know that that's not a case for a lot of people. My neighbor was texting me last Friday asking where the Giants and Dodgers game was, and I was like, why would you want to watch that anyway? But, uh, you know, it is kind of the trend right now, and it's it's going to be interesting to see how baseball makes this transition because we know that baseball is trying to find a way to get into those younger audiences, and they know that that's where they are, that they're not on traditional cable models, and for the leagues... They also know that's where the money is, which is why they're going to cater to that. And, you know, I know that there's been some reports in the New York Post. I think uh, a couple people have been talking that the Yankees and Yes Network have been trying to work out a trade with Apple that maybe, you know, you can still have the exclusive game, but let us have our broadcasters on it so we can have this moment, have this history. I don't think anything has changed as of yet, but... You know, I, I think baseball is running into a problem that they maybe didn't think about when they were seeing all that money come in. Yeah, and Apple, you mentioned it earlier, Apple's saying, hey, we don't care. We spent all this money, and we spent all this money hoping to have a moment like this. So sorry, Yes Network. Sorry, Major League Baseball. You took the check. And actually, Major League Baseball has not budged. So from what we have seen, who knows? We're out here on the West Coast. We don't know what's exactly going on. But Major League Baseball hasn't budged, and neither has Apple. So we'll see how this maybe historic moment is going to go down. But, yeah, this is the future. We've talked a lot about it on Ace Cast Live. It's what baseball's true value is. Baseball's value is how many games that they play. And these platforms, they need live programming, and they need as much as possible. As you just mentioned, Ted Lasso. Well, after I binge watch Ted Lasso, now what? You can only binge watch so many shows. This is where baseball is going to make a lot of money, and it is the future as less people have cable and everybody has access to all these streaming platforms. Baseball is a live entity that's played every single day, so there's a lot of value there. So it may be complicated at first, but at some point everybody will get used to it. This, no question is the future of baseball. I understand where the Yankees are coming on because it's a historic moment, but we'll see how it plays out. You want my chaos take? I'm going to give you a chaos take if you're the Yankees. They won't do this. I don't think they should do this. I want to see Aaron Judge play as much as he can, but if you're the Yankees and Apple refuses to budge, 
do you maybe start insinuating, well, maybe he gets a day off tomorrow. You know, he's been playing a lot. Maybe we give him a little bit of a break and uh, maybe he doesn't play on Friday in case, you know, you know, he just needs a break. But uh, he might play if, you know, I don't know, Michael K were to call the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's not going to happen, but I would, I'm into drama. That would be a great sports <laughs> drama. And it would make a great 30 for 30. So, you know what, Joe? I am all in. I would like to see, hey, hey, no Michael K, no big boy. The big boy sits tonight. You want the big boy to play? Our broadcasters have to be on the call. Ah, and to see the Yankees fight Apple and baseball over that, that would be juicy. Not going to happen, but it would be juicy. And once again, would make a great 30 for 30. By the way, tomorrow, Mark Canna is going to be on A's Cast Live. I'm going to tape him tomorrow at 2.30. A's Cast Live is going to be at 4 o'clock. I know for sure we're going to have Mark Canna on the program. Also, the Mark Kotze show will be tomorrow. But uh, we'll hear from the former athletic tomorrow, and the show will start at 4 o'clock. I just wanted to get that in there. Oh, I'm glad you did, because that segs perfectly to What's on Deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs, you can learn more at ashbylumber.com. You talked about Mark Canna joining the show tomorrow. It's going to be a lot of former A's in uh, the Coliseum tomorrow. A's are going to open that weekend series with the Mets. It's going to be Cole Irvin taking on his old rotation mate in Chris Bassett for a 641st pitch. A's total axis beginning at 540. Chris, you're going to be on at 4 o'clock. You've got Mark Canna coming up. And it's going to be a fun weekend of baseball for the A's to match up against one of the best teams. Lots of stars in town. And as we were talking about earlier, a, a chance for some of these young A's players to see what they're building towards, what the A's are hoping they can grow and develop into as you match up and you look across there and say, I'm going to be facing some of the best pitchers in baseball because it's not easy for the A's. You got Bassett, you got Scherzer, you got DeGrom. It is going to be a fun weekend to go out to the ballpark. And then tomorrow, in case you needed another reason to go out, fireworks. So I'll be out there with my daughter enjoying the fireworks after the game. And it's going to be a fun, uh, fun weekend, a final weekend of A's baseball here. They'll have another homestand, but just three games, but final weekend of A's baseball. So if you're looking for a reason to get out there, the Mets are going to be in town. Star players, Mark Canna, Chris Bassett. I don't think uh, they're going to have Starling Marte out there. I know he's dealing with an injury, but a lot of former A's in that Mets lineup. And A's total access, that'll get you underway at 540 ahead of fireworks tomorrow night. So it's going to be a lot of fun, Chris. Appreciate talking baseball, man. Always happy to sit in and uh, talk a little baseball with you after an A's game. All right, buddy. Great job. All right, Chris Townsend there. And remember, you can catch all the great A's interviews, including his interview with Mark Canna tomorrow, by heading over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's your one-stop shop to pull down all of that great A's content on demand when you're heading out to the gym and looking for something to listen to. Athletics.com slash A's cast is your good source for that. A's unable to get the series sweep against the Mariners. They do take two out of three, but drop the finale nine to five. A's will take on the Mets tomorrow. Cole Irvin and Chris Bassett. That'll be a 641st pitch. So for Chris Townsend, Commander Cody Scott, thanks for doing it all today. And Ken and Vince, thanks for listening to the A's Clubhouse Show on A's Access. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. 
your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Coliseum has gone by many names, but none better than The Last Dive Bar. Hi, everyone. Ken Korak here, and my friends at Last Dive Bar are helping us celebrate our longtime home. Last Dive Bar has the most unique merchandise for all Oakland baseball fans. T-shirts, sweatshirts, the Ray Fossey line, and my personal favorite, the lights have taken full effect. Visit their website at lastdivebar.com or follow them on social media at Last Dive Bar. All proceeds are invested back into the A's Community Fund and their affiliated charities. Go to lastdivebar.com. That's Last Dive Bar. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Hello, this is Joe Cordell. Over the past 30 years, I've had people come up to me, often other lawyers, to tell me what a clever marketing idea it was for Cordell and Cordell to commit to men in divorce. Though intended as a compliment, such statements have always bothered me. For one thing, it's far from clear that a decision that's likely to disaffect half the market is a good business decision. But more troubling is the presumption that Cordell and Cordell's success is largely a result of good marketing. I think if you ask one of our 300-plus attorneys or one of our 100,000-plus former clients that you'd hear a lot about practice skills, experience, client care, and integrity. These are the much harder things that best account for the growth and reputation over time of any law firm, including Cordell and Cordell. Having said all this, I am proud of our marketing messages, and I do want guys to know that we're here to help them. If we can help you, give us a call. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell and Cordell's Sacramento area attorneys. 500 Capital Mall, Suite 2060, Sacramento, California, 95814. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors. About bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your champion is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a seven-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one, which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Is there a calculator that can't compute in your kitchen drawer? Recycle it at Staples. A shredder that won't shred under your bed? Or a collection of cables cluttering up your closet? Recycle them now at Staples. With Staples Free Tech Take Back, we'll recycle your old tech free. Plus, rewards members get $5 back in rewards. So if you have modems, mice, and mobile phones making a mess of your home, recycle them now at Staples. Limit one reward per month. Exclusions apply. Visit staples.com recycling for details. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Murphy, it's a high fly ball, right center. Straw going back deep in the alley. He'll turn and watch it fly. One swing of the bat shoots the A's in front in the bottom of the first. Swung on, hit in the air, right field, hit well. Back on it is Cabrera at the wall. It's gone. Steven Vogt has hit it out. Steven Vogt has hit it out to tie the game at two. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Blew it by him at 95. And Zach Jackson strikes out the side. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's Baseball.